Hi, and welcome to the Human Side of Business podcast. I'm Angie Cabe, CEO and co-founder of Intuity Performance. I'm a performance coach, HR professional, whole person leadership facilitator, and your host. The Human Side of Business podcast is fueled by the genuine curiosity to understand how personal characteristics and skills can be leveraged to drive individual and team performance, tangible outcomes, and ultimately organizational success within business. Each podcast is devoted to sharing knowledge, expanding our learning edges, and exploring the trends in corporate culture towards growing the emotional intelligence of organizations. I'm so glad you're here. Hi there, this is Ange McCabe, CEO and co-founder of Intuity Performance, where our business is the success of your business. I'm a performance coach, HR professional, facilitator, and your host of the Elevate Business podcast. The Elevate Business podcast is a journey of discovery fueled by the curiosity to genuinely understand what makes people tick when it comes to their professional path, choices made, and the personal characteristics that drive performance, tangible outcomes, and ultimately success. The Elevate Business podcast is here to promote the enormous contributions of small and medium-sized businesses around the world by exploring the actions that make a workplace successful the trends in corporate culture towards growing the emotional intelligence of an organization, and how we build whole person performance from the ground up. Each podcast is devoted to sharing knowledge, growing our learning edges, and honoring our passions with a special guest who has elevated their business, overcome obstacles, and inspires others to do the same. So glad you're here. Hi, and a warm welcome to episode number 26 of the Elevate Business Podcast. Both myself, Ange McCabe, and Scott Russ are your hosts. We have the pleasure of introducing you to Jesse Perot, a digital marketing expert and relationship builder. As CEO and partner of Soap Media Inc., Jesse leads the company and their clients' growth through a tailored digital marketing journey that fulfills their business goals. In 2017, Jesse created a 500 Coffee Challenge where he connected with 500 people over coffee with the intention of building relationships within his community. Welcome, Jesse. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Likewise. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your role within your company, and a bit about your journey. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I am CEO, and then I have ownership in the company. And uh, we're a digital marketing agency based out of Ottawa here. And My journey is pretty crazy and I've done a whole bunch of different things. I've probably had 30 different jobs in my lifetime. And a lot of that was uh, following my curiosities and and simply figuring out what I like, what I don't like. And um, there were just, there's always been consistencies in that I've, I've liked sales, I've liked marketing, psychology, and all those things go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when I, I grew up, my, my father ran a business and then my mom, worked a factory job. So she was very much so, you know, on the, wanted to be secure. And my dad was more of a risk taker. So I got to see the two different elements and I got to do both of their jobs. Actually, at one point I worked where my mom worked, which was Pfizer and uh, uh, which turned to a company called Pillar 5. And then I did what my dad did and he was a DJ, ran a DJ business. So uh, when I was 16, I I actually went out and DJed a wedding for the very first time in my life. I just got my license and I drove two hours to someplace I've never been and DJed a wedding. And that was very stressful. Um, But throughout my life, I got to explore a lot of different things and sales, marketing, psychology. Those have been, I would say, the the bulk of my interest. And then for Mm -hmm. the last decade, 
uh, primarily been focused on digital marketing. So that's growing and scaling companies online. And I started with my own companies um, before I started scaling other companies. I dealt with my my own failures uh, first. Mm-hmm. And so what prompted you to kind of jump into the entrepreneur ring versus working for agency or, or another large box marketing group? Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've done both when I was... When I was 15, I, I did some door knocking with the rusty lawnmower and, uh, you know, trying to follow in my father's footsteps, so to speak. And I liked the idea of being being my own boss. But at the same time, I felt it was important to work for organizations and other companies and learn and, and see what makes sense for me. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just me wanting to try and be like my, my dad and, and run a business and I might actually prefer to work for somebody and, and, you know, lead a team. So, you know, I was in a VP of marketing position for another company and a few other positions where I, I did run teams for other companies and I had no ownership, but I felt ultimately the way I commit myself to work and my career, I wanted to have ownership of what I was doing, especially with the, you know, working, um, really, really hard to try and, and grow my career. So um, over time, I realized I want to own, um, you know, what I'm working towards and what I'm building. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm very passionate and I have a vision and I find, you know, I, I want to own my vision. I don't want someone else to own it. That makes sense. Thank you. No, that, that's exciting. I like the words, own your vision. And uh, Hashtag own your vision. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it sounds like you've had many experiences that have kind of led to your role at uh, at So Media. And so I'm curious, what does the word performance mean to you? And what role has it played throughout your journey? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for, for the longest time, performance was my input. And by input, I would say my time into something. And I've come to realize that that is not performance for me anymore. It's simply the output and what what the outcome is. Um, I used to wear, like many uh, entrepreneurs do, uh, you know, their hard work, their hustle as a badge of honor because there's there's pain associated with late nights, early mornings, not sleeping. And I honestly do 18 hours a day, you know, seven days a week. Um, not always, but I did. That is not performance. I've come to realize that. Um, I believe that truthfully, it's the outcome. So when I look at what I'm looking to achieve in a day, I'm more realistic now. Thanks to you, Scott. Um, more realistic now. And uh, if I get my main task done and the few outlying tasks that I've I've set out, that is that really drives, and that's what performance is to me. It's it's not the inputs anymore. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you've gotten really intentional with regards to what specifically you're looking to accomplish, but then also your expectations that align with that. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's really well put. I, I would, I would go into a day and I wasn't very intentional and I would overload my day with 10, 20 tasks, feel like I could conquer the world. And then at the end of the day, I'd be left feeling, you know, wow, I'm, I didn't accomplish nearly what I wanted to. And then I just didn't feel good. And then I bring that into the next day and the next day and never (laughs) felt accomplished ever. I understood. Certainly. And so in addition to that, what has been your biggest learning um, with regards to stepping into that entrepreneurial CEO role? I think one of the biggest things is 
I have a, a tendency to want to do everything myself. Um, I just, I have to step back and, and working on stepping back and, and, you know, not getting into the nitty gritty and wanting to take control of something if it's not being done the way I would like it done. Um, that has been a big challenge for me and something I've had to come to the understanding of in the CEO role. I have other responsibilities. I can't be, you know, cause I have, I've, I wear a lot of hats and it, it's been too many and I've been trying to cut that down of how many hats I wear, but having knowledge in digital marketing of, of, you know, whether it be running Google ads, Facebook ads, or even the search engine optimization component of our business, I want to always have, you know, my, my, my fingers in it and looking at it and optimizing and giving suggestions. But then there's, you know, I kind of just have learned to let that go. And that's been, uh, something that's kind of been brought to my attention when I've transitioned to the CEO position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's one of those things uh, from what I'm hearing, Jesse, that I think a lot of entrepreneurs uh, face where they kind of find they're in that transition between working in the business and working on the business and, you know, stepping into that, that leadership role. And so how, how have you found that transition for yourself or what are some points that you've, um, you might be able to share with others uh, that might be looking to make that transition as well? Yeah, I think, um, you know, delegation, something that I always knew existed. I just didn't know how to do it properly. Um, when I properly started to learn and, and exercise delegation, um, I think part of it was kind of taking that leap, you know, uh, like let's say being on a, a call with a client and, um, you know, being there with a couple of team members and I want to speak up because, you know, I can tell that they're not addressing, you know, the pain points of what the client's saying or whatever it may be. I always wanted to speak up. So I really just started to take the leap and then would keep myself quiet no matter how much I wanted to speak up and then uh, developing a scale system of, at least in those instances of if it was something super critical that was not being addressed in a call, then I would speak up. If it was, you know, something that I knew was not critical, but it was just me being picky, I knew to keep reserved and not speak up. And that goes with tasks of delegating tasks. You know, if I, I would still check things, I wasn't checking things as often, you know, I was, you know, it was a, I was a bit crazy with how often I would oversee things and, um, I realize that ultimately that's not that's not driving the culture I want for the company of me constantly digging into what they're doing and um, also making you know some employees maybe not feel like they're they're good enough or that I don't I don't believe or trust in in their ability which is not what I want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in growing that team, it sounds like there were some transition points for you or pain points. Can you tell us a little bit? more about how that rolled out and where you're at with it now. Yeah. Um, when I, like when I, so I started initially with soap media as a director of business development and business development was my focus. And, um, even though it was my focus, I still did a lot of the marketing myself, um, because I've always been passionate about, like I said, marketing and sales. So I, I I've worn a lot of hats, which required a lot of time. So when I moved into the CEO position, I knew that would be a hurdle because we would, uh, you know, ultimately we're looking to grow the company very aggressively. And um, you know, thank God we've done so successfully this year, given COVID. Um, I think just me stepping back from that that marketing role and 
and trying to you know be in that leadership position that was really challenging and I've learned to have those discussions with team members too, like, um, you know, a no BS approach. If you feel something or you think something or whether it be, you know, even even personal, but largely with the business, let me know where's your head at on a matter because ultimately your opinion matters. And I think for the longest time, I just felt like, you know, a lot of it was on my shoulders and I was responsible. So if I didn't do it, um, then the company would not move in the direction that it needed to go. And then mm. over time, I realized that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing there, Jesse, is really um, sharing, sharing the, the, I want to say the brunt of the work, but it's not necessarily just the work itself, but um, the accomplishments and the achievements and what the com- where the company is looking to go. And I'm almost hearing this, this shift between, you know, I'm doing it on my own to no, to spreading it out amongst the team and allowing all of us to help move the needle forward. Yeah. And so, so how are some of the ways that you've been able to, to create an environment for, for your employees to thrive? Yeah, I think like one of the things was that encouragement of uh, speak up, uh, your opinion matters. Um, and because we, you know, we had a few team members that they wouldn't speak up because they felt like, you know, they they just weren't confident and in, um, in what their suggestion might have been. I said, it doesn't matter. I want to hear it. And then over time, I simply reinforced that by saying, like, no, that's a great idea. Or, you know, maybe maybe this doesn't make a lot of sense, but let's talk about that. Let's see where you're heading, you know, in the in your your mind of what that direction was. And honestly, nine times out of ten it ultimately led to them feeling great, them feeling heard, them feeling important um, and it motivated. And they also get a sense of contribution, not just, Hey, I'm an employee, but I'm helping build this company and helping, you know, push the company towards the vision that, that I kind of preach. So. Mm. There's a few great things in there, Jesse, in the sense that it's shifted the focus to really empowering your team members and then, not just identifying that communication is important for performance, but kind of walking the walk too is really important to you is what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, you know, I kind of did it all initially for the most part and I still want, you know, um, team members to look up and be like, you know, he's, he's always, he's, he's working hard and I see he's working hard on growing the company and, Mm. you know, we, we reward employees, you know, uh, over time with, you know, whether it be bonuses or just simple verbal appreciation. Um, so I try to walk the walk, but at the same time, it, it's super important that I've realized that you know, they need to feel like they are contributing more than just, mm. hey, we pay you to come, well, not even come anymore, it's COVID. We pay you to stay at home, <laughs> sit in your, your chair and, and do this work. And that is your job. That sounds really boring to me. So we try to make it more than that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And how do you go about continuously sharing your vision with your team members and assisting with those actions that would be carried out with it? Yeah, I, I take time to personally have calls. Um, and sometimes, it, you know, it, it's a lot of scope of our call. We might set up a call and then we start chatting for a little bit. Uh, I, I think there's a healthy amount of that. We don't spend too much time. But um, with the vision for us, like in digital marketing, it's, you know, our, our model is kind of like helping businesses succeed online. But the vision that I stress to everybody, and I say it a lot 
it's often reinforced in our communication with clients, they reinforce our vision for us, is that while we're helping businesses succeed online, the part that is not looked at enough is, is digging deeper into that. You know, mm. we're, we're not just helping a business owner, we're actually helping all the employees inside that business. We're putting food on the table for them. If we're ultimately, we're responsible for the revenue of the company, which feeds everybody and provides income for everybody in that company. And we work with companies that do great things, which ultimately helps everyone that's buying the product or service. And that's really reflective, like I said, in the communication with clients. Um, for instance, you know, just recently, we had a client who uh, was in business with uh, their partner and the partner passed away. And, you know, it's really heartbreaking and uh, we're very accommodating and, you know, we worked with them you know, for the month and we didn't charge them anything for our services and we did mm. great work in the month. Um, but just the message that they came back just saying like, you know, this company was my partner and my, like our vision. And we were working to make that come to life. And then like just things like that really hits home emotionally for like our why of why we Mm. do what we do. And whenever I get communication like that, I share it with the team. Just just reminding them that, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing more than just providing and growing a company. It's affecting people's lives. Um, So whenever I get a chance, you know, I get a lot of communication. It fuels me personally, which I think fuels the team. And they tell me it does of uh, when they hear responses from clients of the impact mm. we're having, um, I share that. And that's definitely you know a big part of our vision. That's powerful. Thanks. And I'm, I'm almost, I'm hearing two things there where part of it is almost the, the high level level vision of, of what we do and, you know, helping scale businesses, but then going, you know, digging deeper and deeper and deeper and getting to the nitty gritty as to, well, what is the impact of that? And, you know, to your, to your case of the example of, the, you know, one of the businesses you're recently working with, um, you know, you're their partner and building up that, that relationship with them. And so sh- shifting gears a little bit, how has the, um, the impact in your team's performance been transitioning to a remote workforce? I mean, um, yeah, we're... We're fortunate, right? We're a digital marketing agency. So um, before we had an office, I mean, we had an office for a little bit over a year, um, like many companies, we looked at that overhead and we said, okay, well, that's no longer necessary, especially in in the nature of our business. We're digital. Um, So it truthfully has not been a massive difference. The only thing that's missed is like, you know, team coming together on like a whiteboard and talking and, you know, buying you know, Starbucks or Tim Hortons coffee and donuts and eating it together or whatever. But we try our best to, uh, you know, like we, we have morning standups, but they're really sit downs. Um, where in the morning we, we, we talk about our day and, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of chit chat, but for the most part, we talk about our day and we try to just encourage, you know, if you need anything, let us know. And mm. we've worked really successfully, uh, knock on wood, through um, through the, the digital um, of us all working from our homes. And I think it, it does play largely into the fact that the nature of our business of digital marketing. So we're, we've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like too, organically, and with a bit of intention there, Jesse, that you've set it up for success. So that's an environment that the team members can 
rally around each other during this time of isolation as well. Um, because we all know that there's those personality types that are fine in working in isolation and they prefer it. Um, and then others, not so much. They actually need that kind of face-to-face interaction with people. So it sounds like you have a nice balance there with regards to how you have your structure set up and, you know, and, and putting out the expectations of, of that real, how are you? Not just, you know, are you having a good day? Yeah, no, I like that. It's very true. We, um, uh, I believe that, I mean, our business, our, our careers are heavily connected to our personal lives. And a lot of people choose not to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally completely see that. And like, you know, our employees will tell us, you know, whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, of just like some stressful things that are going on in their life right now. And it helps us better understand and work with them during the times. And We've done a lot of things like similar to big companies like Shopify. Um, you know, money doesn't solve all problems by any means, but like, you know, we comp, we'll give them, you know, just some free money um, to go buy a treadmill or whatever, whatever that might help them uh, during the times of, uh, of, you know, stress or isolation. Right. And we'll, we throw, you know, we use some different meme, uh, memes and means to communicate, um, but we'll send memes to each other of like just funny things, uplifting things throughout the day or um, joke, laugh, um, you know, laughter really helps with isolation. And, you know, we, we try to have fun with what we do ultimately. Um, mm. And if we're having fun, it just makes it much easier for all of us. Mm. I enjoy that bringing play into work. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's really in line with uh, our focus at intuitive performance, which is looking less at the job itself, but more looking at the person behind the job. Mm-hmm. And by understanding what their needs are and by understanding, you know, what kind of support they might need, which could be different from one employee to another, um, mm-hmm. you're able to help them better show up their job and better perform for, for the company as a whole. Yeah, exactly. I love how that's, that's well put. Okay. So just in wrapping up here, Jesse, what are three words of inspiration you would want the world to hear? Well, um, I should watch all your other podcasts because I'm going to say this is probably done. My three words would be never give up. Never give up. All right. I I, I don't think we've had that one yet. No, we haven't. No, (laughs) not specifically. I, I say it's trying times and uh, a lot of people feel like, you know, they're, they're in that position uh, and it's just never give up. Uh, mm-hmm. I really feel strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jesse, uh, for joining us today. We really appreciate sharing your entrepreneurial insights with Intuitive Performance and our subscribers. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And for those uh, who would like to learn more about uh, Jesse's business, we're going to provide a link to the company profile on the Elevate Business Podcast title page. Take good care. Thank you very much for all of our subscribers to tuning in into another great episode of the Elevate Business uh, Podcast. Take good care. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Business Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the program. You can subscribe to future podcasts at intuityperformance.com where you can also sign up for webinars and learn more about professional coaching and our facilitation solutions available to help fire up your whole person performance skills and drive actions for success. Until next time, stay true to you and take care of each other. We are all better together. Thanks for listening to the Human Side of Business podcast. 
I'm glad you could join us. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay updated with our latest content, make sure to visit our website. The link can be found in the episode description where you can subscribe to the podcast, sign up for our newsletter and learn more about our whole person leadership services. Sounds interesting? Explore the whole person leadership cohort by Intuity Performance, a unique program that offers unparalleled support to managers on every step of their leadership journey. Our program features evidence-based assessments, workbooks, group coaching, and interactive learning experiences to help you level up your leadership skills. Reach out today to apply to one of our upcoming cohorts. Until next time, take care and stay curious.